we did have an amazing interview. I have to tell you, she sent me the questions late last night that she wanted to pursue. I was so impressed. The questions are really great. They were very thoughtful questions. They pointed to someone who is a thinker and someone who is reaching for, you know, the spiritual ground you and I have talked about and worked on. She comes out from that ground, the, the, the ground of self-inquiry. This is the perfect way to start your day, start your business, start your life, change your mentality, understand where your powerfulness comes from. She can help you get there. She gives great advice. She has so much wisdom, so much that you can learn from her. I feel more powerful, in control, and more creative after listening to Sabrina's podcast. I wish I were creating this podcast. Welcome to the Success with Sabrina podcast, sponsored by Time Strategic Consulting Group. Hear from successful businessmen and businesswomen and how they became successful sharing tips and techniques with you to foster change and build success with ease and flow, helping you overcome your toughest trials and biggest challenges to finally go for it and make money and create the epic life that you deserve. To get more information about our consulting, public speaking, and business success membership club, go to www.timestrategic.com. Hey there, this is Sabrina here, and I have together with me today, Christopher Clausen Rule. Christopher, thank you so much for being on the show today. And Christopher is a writer and a publisher. Now, I met you because I was just jealous of your lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> so Christopher, it's you know, pretty awesome, isn't it? It is. I mean, you live right on the beach there on Pompano Beach. And we were just talking and you told me what you do. And I was so curious to see how you put it all together, like the pieces of the puzzle of your life, I guess. It can be tricky sometimes, I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So Christopher has been living on the beach and he writes and he helps authors. So for those of you that have been aspiring to become a, an author and establish an, as an authority in the area of your expertise, he's the kind of guy that would help you uh, to actually help you avoid all the mistakes that he made. Right. That's mm. kind of like what you This is true. This is true. I've learned a lot. Yes. So Breaking Rules Publishing is his company, and he helps authors to get their book, books published and get rid of all the BS that you have to go through when you're trying to figure this out. Yes. Now, Christopher, and you've written six books, and you're working on your next one. Is that what it is? Yes. Right? Yes. Awesome. Six books, four short stories, and right now I'm writing on my seventh book. Very cool. Actually, there, there's like two other ones in the making, but I'm concentrating on this one right now. Uh-huh. And you write mostly novels, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. Now, for an author to work with you, um, what type, does it matter? Like, if they write novels, like, what is the... No, it does not. We, Breaking Rules Publishing actually is really diverse because they have, or we have, um, three magazines that we put out monthly. And one of them has a genre of horror. The other one is open, an open genre. And then the other one is LGBT focus. Okay. So there's that. So that if you are a poet or you write short stories and you just want to put it, something out there to see and test it or an idea, 
this is the perfect opportunity. And then inside of these magazines, there's marketing tips and how to start a journal and, and where you can go to get um, cover art, everything that you would need. It's a, it's a really good tool. It's about um, 75 pages long, so not huge, but um, packed full of really good stuff. So There's it's like also one-stop shop. Like it is, it is, and it's a good place to, because it's it's becoming very popular. So it's a good place for if you have a book of your own that you want to promote. This is a really inexpensive way to do that as well. One of the things that we do is if someone sends us a short story and they've written a book as well, we'll put their book for free of charge. We'll take their story and we'll put their book next to it as an advertisement to say if you like this story, this is their novel kind of thing. Awesome. So that's a really good option. Um, if you are a short story writer and all you do is short stories and you want to put in an anthology, there's an anthology that comes out every single month that you can put that in. And if what, you're, go ahead. Like, what is the audience reach for that? It's all over the world. Uh, we have writers in 27 different countries right now. We have distribution all over the world. Um, our traditional publishing, we are at 170 authors so far. And it's just kind of taking off. Yeah, so it's a really fun community for writers out there uh, where they can kind of like help each other out, right? Exactly. That's that, and that's the that's the plan. And I'll tell you, there's a little story. So um, when I wrote my first book, I sent it to the publisher and to the agent. They liked it. They changed it and blah, 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 blah. And I, and I said no. So I found an, a publisher who would take it. And then they published it and they put it in my lap and said, well, here you go. And I'm sitting here, what, what the hell am I going to do with that? You know, I, I work in a factory. What am I supposed to do now? Yeah. So you have to figure that out. Yeah. As and you go along. the hardest part, you know, because the writing is in us, right? Like everyone, yes. it's everyone the, has a story. We all have a book inside of us, right? It's but true. It's true. How do you get this book in the hands of the people um, so that you can really move the needle and create the kind exactly. of that you want to create? So what we've created here is, like you said, an actual writing community where um, the authors can come together and they're focused on promoting each other and their own books and the, and the products that we are serving so that everyone is helping each other become successful in what they're doing and not just taking the weight on themselves. We're taking all of the, the promotion for themselves. Uh-huh. It's working out really good. For example, we created this, this group. There's several different groups, but, but the group idea is 15 people. 15 people pick one, one author every day, and they all 15 people promote that person. Mm-hmm. So that, and then the next day, it's a different person. And the next day, it's a different person. So within three weeks, you're gonna, you will have had 15 people promote your book. And two, you're going to do this every day. So people are also going to say, oh, you're part of Breaking Rules Publishing. Oh, you have a book of your own. I didn't know. Oh, so you're, giving, you're promoting yourself at the same time you're promoting this other person. And if you consider this, for example, um, 15, I have 5,000 people on my Facebook. 16% of those people actually see whatever I post, which is not necessarily all that great. But if you had 15 other people who had similar um, sizes, how many people are going to see your book now? And it just, it's just that, that thing. You just have to get it out there and have these people help you help them. And it's work. It's working. So it's the power of leverage, you guys. You know, it is. It is. Yes, I think it's a really cool system that you created, uh, Christopher. In fact, I was telling you, I'm going to borrow it, right? <laughs> yes, go ahead. Huh? Take it. It, uh, works. it works. I'm telling you, it works. I love it. I love it. Now, here's here's the thing. Breaking Rules Publishing. I love this name, you know. Thank um, you. What is it about breaking rules? It means that we are willing to take on anything. So oh. 
a really a really good example is I have his the guy's name is Ed Green. He's a he's a um, horror horror writer, and he has this really chaotic mind that it creates these these magical worlds and these people who are doing these unthought of things, mm-hmm. and it all works. I don't I don't know how it does. I see. I write about everyday stuff. He writes about these things that are in his head. I can only imagine what's in there, and it just he tried and tried to try just for our traditional publishers or to publish his work. And there's, they're afraid of it. They're saying, no, no, no. But if, if we had said no, no one would ever get to read this guy. Now he's got like seven books out because that's all he does is write. And in the way he writes is, 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 I don't want to say it's odd. It's just unique because he'll, he'll create words of his own or he'll use capital letters where capital letters shouldn't be. And it's just to, to, to screw up your mind as you're reading it because you're thinking, this is so weird. And as he's doing that, he's, he's bringing you into the story and twisting you all around until you're thinking, good Lord, what is this book? You know, and then by the time and then it's done and you're like, oh, my God, I got to read this again. It's, yeah. He's just that. And if we hadn't said yes to him, then he would have self-published and he would have had to struggle and do the things that I was doing when I was start, just starting out. And I just don't want that to happen. Yeah, I want I want to help the writers actually get their books published, not just have them struggle. Yeah, and you want to welcome the difference too, because there's beauty in being unique. There is, there is. Style, right, and and I think that uh, these people definitely need a home. So I'm so excited for the work that you're doing. Um, now, how do you break the mold? How do I myself break it? I am the kind of writer that writes about the story that nobody likes to talk about. So everyone has the things that are going on in your life. Everyone has a story and everyone has this thing that they have this face that they show to the public. And then when they walk into their house, there's a different face because these things are going on. Your, your parents have cancer or they have a heart attack or one of them, one of them died. And now they're alone. And the changes, I actually wrote a book about this. It's called the trade. And it's because something happens that changes your life from where it was until it morphs into something else. And one little thing can just damage or, or elevate however you want to look at it. And those are the things I like to write about. I don't want to, I, you know, if someone's rich, how cool is that? If someone has, they jump around the world, how cool is that? But that's, that's just boring because everybody writes about that stuff. I want to write about the everyday and the things that are inside of people who are actually bringing them joy or heartbreak. And, and it really touches me. And that's what I like. So what have you done differently from the mainstream, like in your point of view? Well, um, one, typically in the publishing business, typically people just have a publishing house and they'll publish traditionally. They don't typically have all the other supplies that we have or the services that we have going on. And they also don't take a lot of the the authors that we have, or they'll take take, um, like 20, 20 books a year. We're only going to publish 20 books a year. Well, why? It's not that difficult to do. And yet if you bring somebody, if you're bringing somebody in to help you enlighten, if you create this, this marketing, this writing community, they're actually helping. These people are actually helping me to help them. So it's all working really well together. So that's like rule one. Rule two is I just don't, I just don't say no. If a book comes to me that, that it needs to have work and it needs to be edited, then we kind of help them through that and say, your book is your story. It's great. We just have to kind of fix it so that people can actually read it properly. And yeah. 
So what I'm hearing here is that there is no right and wrong, right, in the story. No. How do you package it in a way that's going to resonate with the people that are going to be reading it, right? Exactly. This is the missing piece that then they can get help from you uh, on how to package it. But the story is yours and there is no right or good or bad. Here's a really good example. You know, the, the, um, the UK is a really good example. People, when they send me their, their, um, their manuscript, they don't necessarily spell the same way that we do. You know, flavor isn't spelled the same way or surprise isn't spelled the same way or whatever. And um, when I first started, they said, well, if you want to change the words so that they are, they're in um, U.S. English. And I said, no, why would I want to do that? This is coming from you and this is where you are. It would, it's kind of like, here's a really good example too. Um, I'm from Michigan, and whenever you want to know if someone's going to go with you somewhere, you don't say, do you want to come with me? You say, do you want to go with? Uh-huh. So in my books, I write that way. And I actually had a guy say, I had a real problem with this go with thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you know what? He was from the South. So I said, so when people say y'all, or they say um, down home or whatever, is is what's the difference in that? You have to go region by region. And if you're going to write about where this person is, then you have to be authentic to the point of this is how those people speak. If you're going to give me a book and you're going to be in Italy, in um, the UK and you're not and you're spelling the, the the English way or the American way, then you're you've kind of you've you've lost the touch of what you're actually doing. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting, you know. And for for those of us that have lived this kind of like international global lives, like we all know that there is no right or wrong; it's just different, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> number it's true. One when I brought people to Brazil and they would look at things and they'll go like, oh, that just doesn't seem right. I'm like, wait a second here. It's you just, yeah. It's different. It's it is different. Yeah. Now, what do you feel, Christopher, that you have actually done the same as the mainstream? Like you feel like it didn't really change much. I don't think that I do anything like the mainstream does. I just, I just don't want to do that. I'm, I'm doing every the breaking rules parts kind of sinking in. I just, I want to, I want to be as different as possible and open as I possibly can. So we take every genre. I mean, we have cookbooks and we have children's books and there's poetry and there's some really erotic, sexy stuff. And I don't care. Everybody deserves, in my opinion, everybody deserves to have their book published as long as it's written well. And if it's not, then we're going to help you make sure that it is. Let's talk about money now, though, because I think there's so many uh, misconceptions. And oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> because you know um i think that you know and you can correct me because you're in the industry so you know you obviously know a lot more but i have a little bit of like experience with this that i think sometimes people have the wrong expectations with writing a book so if you were to set up the expectations especially when it comes to money like what should they have in mind the average book and and you have this is skewed because you have people like on um, the stephen king who sell millions of books and then you have some people who sell one the average, the average of all the books is 150 copies. Mm-hmm. In the course but of what period of time? The book itself. The book itself will, on average, will sell 150 copies. So why would you write a book then, if it's not for the money? Tell me. Well, me specifically, I was challenged to do it, but be me specifically, because there's a story inside of you and you have to get it out. Once you start writing it and you actually, and if in comment to the Breaking News Publishing fold, you can see... Oh, we're actually breaking the rules here too because we have authors who are, are well past the 150 mark, and that because this system is working, 
everybody's helping them break that rule or that mold. And that's what actually is helping. I don't want to be the, the publisher that, that says, okay, we published your book and they hand it to you and you're in your lap and you do what you want with it. I want to be the publisher that actually makes you money and helps you find out and figure it out so that um, as you go along, if you want to do something on your own someday, which is perfectly fine, then you have the tools in which to do that. If not, you're, it, it took 18 years. It took me 18 years to figure this out because there's a lot you can do wrong and there's a lot that has to be done and things change. Look at the internet that's come along and look at what it's done. There's a lot that has to, you have to think about and a lot that you have to do. There are, there are people who come to me and say, oh, now I've written this book. Now I want, um, I want my million dollars. When do I get my million dollar check? Or they'll come in, a new author will come in and say, I want a $5,000 advance. <laughs> I'm laughing to myself thinking, one, nobody knows who you are. Why am I going to give you, and knowing what I know, that 150 copies are going to sell and that doesn't equate to $5,000. Why, why would you think that? If you don't even have a, a proper um, email list or a following or support system, what are you going to do? How are you going to sell that 5000 And And it all comes down to like, you know, you establishing an audience, right? Like exactly. um, before you even write the book, you have to have people that know who you are. They want to hear what you have to say, because what you're saying is actually having a positive impact in their lives, right? 80-20. It's 80-20. So you have to give 80% of yourself out and 20% of your of selling your book. People need to know who you are. They want to know what you're all about. They want to know what you do, how you spend your money. They want to know what, what organizations you're into. If you like art, they want to know everything. You have to intrigue them with who you are to say, oh, and this is my book. You should read it too, because it's all about this kind of thing. And if, if they're not intrigued by it, or, or you for that matter, because you're too closed off and you don't want to tell people, you're never going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. So, you know, this podcast is all about success and how can we have more of it, right? But even before we do that, we like to define what success means. So I would ask you, Christopher, what does success means to you? What is your definition of success? And when will you know that you, you've made it? When will you say, that's it, I, I feel like I'm successful now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go backwards. I, I actually figured out that I was successful Saturday. This last Saturday, this last Saturday, <laughs> I had I had a friend come down from St. Pete because we're in Pompano and he's in St. Pete. So he came down and spent the weekend here and he's read some of my books and he's read a lot of the magazines and saw what was going on. And um, we were all sitting out at the table and he was talking to um, my husband and David and, and said, you should be really proud of him of what he's doing and what he's accomplished in such a short amount of time. And he's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And he said, and then he turned and said, He's done this and he's done this and done this and done this and his books are that and, and he's helping all these people and he's really committed and he's and he said he works all the time and I said to him well you kind of have to it's your business you know you have it's not a forty hour week job and as he was talking and he was def- defining my life to me it was like yeah you know I there's one hundred seventy people I've touched and I've helped them make their book that's a successful situation even if I don't do any more I've helped one hundred seventy people publish their stories. That's an amazing thing. There are three magazines that go out every single month, full of short stories and writers, and they're getting a chance to do that. And that's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. I I just, that's, I'm okay with that right now. That's really good. I, I, there's more I want to do, but this is a really good, successful situation. I've worked really hard to get here and it, it took some time. And you yeah. just kind of have to do, you know, that one thing at a time situation 
is is best. And I'm going to just give you one one. You do one thing, you you make it great, and then you go and you do another thing, and you continue to make this great, and you do that great, and you don't move on to the next thing until all things are working well. And you just have because there are a lot of people who come through. I want to do this, and 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 nothing, and nothing works right. That whole um, jack of all or it was a master jack of all trades. Is that what it is? And that just doesn't work all the time. Just be good. Be good at what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, here's the thing. Do you feel that success is changing right now as, you know, as the world is taking a new shape? Oh, my God. And I guess what is like, what are your next goals, um, milestones that you want to achieve with this this game that you're playing? So we're doing a couple of things because of the whole virus. We're doing a few things. We've attached ourselves to Zoom and we're doing a lot of Zoom things So and, and podcasts and we're doing some YouTube stuff so that the people who have written books can actually use that as a tool to help sell their books without actually having to go to do a book signing or be in the bookstore or wherever. No one goes anywhere, so it's not like they can sell in the bookstore. So you have to sell it elsewhere and you have to you have to continue to be in front of people. So what we're doing is gathering people together, showing these, these authors off, having them read the things, giving them the podcast that they can put their stuff on mm-hmm. so that they can do all that. We've decided that Kendall, as much as Kendall is a wonderful thing, there's a better way to do this. Mm-hmm. So we're taking our magazines and we're putting it in um, a PDF that actually the paper, instead of having the, the scroll up and down, the ex- is, there's a program where the page will actually turn for you. And you can, and, yes, and you can read and you can read it that way. So we're going to start selling everything on this, this particular program, this PDF. In a, in a digital copy, as opposed to going through Kindle. The thing about this is, and people don't understand, when you sell to Amazon or you sell a book on Amazon or on Kindle, you if it sells for $15, it's going to take you $5 to, to print the book, and then they're going to take $5 to sell the book, which means you've made $5. They're making the money. So you've got to, you have to consider this. If you, if you get a, a Kindle book and you make it $2.99, you're going to get like $1.10 out of it. So you're not making any money. If we did this with all of our, our magazines, we could charge $5 for it and all the $5 would be ours. Mm-hmm. So why would we send people to Kindle when we can just send them this instead? And it's just a good version. And yeah. they can read it on, they can read it on their computer. Yeah, absolutely. Now our audience is, is all business owners and uh, CEOs, people that um, are creating business out there, right? And why is it so important for someone um, to write a book and establish like that they are an author. Why would that be something that they should look into? It depends on it depends on what they're writing the book about. For um, business people specifically, if they wanted to write a how-to book or this is how I made my my business or or this is how to start a podcast, and you wrote a book about that, it's not necessarily the book that you want to sell. It's you and your personality and your brand and your business. It's, it's a selling tool, not necessarily something you want to think about making a lot of money from. For example, if you were to, to write a how-to book on how to um, tile a floor yeah. and, you, and you, got a, a, you got a speaking engagement, you brought all these people in and you got a percentage of how many people were in and you had your book there and maybe you sold 15, 20, you didn't make any money off the book. You made money off the speaking engagement because you brought people in so that you could see them. You, you By writing the book, you gave yourself notoriety. People want to know what's going on, and then you come here, and that's just a, a vehicle or a tool for you to use to actually bring people to your business and your brand. 
Yeah. And you know, and this is what I loved about you, Christopher. The minute I met you, I was like, man, this guy is no BS, no flow. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I, mean, I am everything. Everything is on the table, you know, with it's, it's the best way to go. It's, I'm telling you now, it's the best way to go. If you put everything out on the table, when you walk away, all the questions are done. Everyone knows what they have to do. Everyone knows where they got to go. And everyone's good. There's no BS. There's no trying. I'm trying to, to upgrade myself in this way or I'm trying to push people down. No, 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 no. It's all out on the table. David hates it. David hates it. <laughs> And now, what have you seen among your clients uh, in terms of their willingness to tweak or redefine the stories that they're writing about? Do you feel like there's a lot of openness uh, when it comes to like your feedback? Or do you feel like it's difficult to, to, to work with them sometimes because they're so stuck or set on, on what they have in mind? And, and you it's find yourself having to break through those walls a little bit. How, how it's interesting that you say that because there's a couple of different things. So people who, this is their first, if someone comes to me and they have their first book and we say, oh, we have to tweak your grammar a little bit and we send it to an editor and they do that and we send them back and they, they approve it, whatever. That's, that's the easy part. But when we bring them in and say, this is how our system works and this is what we, we're going to require of you, they're all in because they're new, they're fresh. They're like, I can do this. I'm, I want to make this book successful. People who come to us and they're, they're on their sixth or their seventh book and they're like, oh no, I, I don't have time for this because I, I've got my other books I've got to do and, and that's cool. That's fine. And that's not all of them. I shouldn't say all. There are a, few, a lot of them that come through. They have this preconceived notion that we're going to do everything for them. They have this 1960, 1970 mentality that the, the publisher is going to give them this great advance and they're going to sell all this book and they're going to put them on this big, huge book tour and they're going to go all over the place. Well, sister, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Even the big publishers don't do that. So it just doesn't. And especially now with COVID, you've got to come up with different ways. So you have to rethink your whole process. And this is what it does. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about, about life, you know, because not only success in business, but, you know, we're we're building, I think, you know, I, I always say that, like, you know, this podcast is for you to create the business and the life that you love. And I can see you doing this because I, I met you on the beach and you're like, this is where I live. This is my backyard. And it's the oh. only there. I remember I remember we were in the pool and I said to you, look at people when people come to us and they say, How are you liking this quarantine thing? Are you having a problem? Listen, I have a 2600 foot um square foot patio. I live on the water. I can look at the water every day. There's no quarantine here. I can stay here and I'll be fine. When people say, What are you doing your social distancing? I go to the store with a mask and I come back, it's a half a mile away. And I come and I sit and I I, I work outside. I work outside on the deck every single day. Yeah. I look out over the water. This is, I have the, I'm telling you now, everyone who's listening, I have the life. I have the life. It's but amazing. It, but it didn't happen overnight, right? No, you no, no. no, no. Back and design your life in a way that it would work, right? Exactly. Sometimes it takes even taking a step back and downsizing a little so that you can figure things out, um, so that you can push forward and really create that business that can afford the lifestyle that you're really shooting for. Yes. Um, what is the biggest takeaway from the road you've traveled so far? It's, I think it is just to do what you just said. I think that you have to create, you have to look and you have to find the life that you want and you have to create that. And you have to stop letting the people around you affect your ideas and your dreams. If you have, if this is your, if your dream is to sit up in the woods and to make um, birdhouses all day long, then you have to figure out how to do that. Because that, that's what your goal is. That's what your dream is. And that's what you should do. 
I know I know people people that I graduated from from with high school, and they're still in the same little town doing the same little things. And if that's the life you want, then that's cool. That's great. I just happen to want to see other things and to do other things and to be able to have that chance. I love going traveling and I love meeting new people and new languages and and what have you. I live I live on the beach. Oh my god, I live on. And people are saying, "Oh, you're living the life." Well, everyone has that opportunity. You know, you just you just have to say, take a chance and do it. And if it doesn't work out, then figure out why it didn't work. And then you go back and you make it work again. That's all you have to do. And I think, you know, and I think also unrealistic, like, you know, expectations, because just like, you know, there's the polarities, right, or, of the positive and the, the negative, you know, where as you're creating the life that really belongs to you, uh, there are things that are going to be required of you that you don't necessarily enjoy, but it's going to give you you know, the other aspect that you really love, right? And so being okay with, you know, doing the dirty work, I guess, so that you get to enjoy the parent. Exactly. I think what it's about because, you know, um, I remember like, so I'm passionate about horses, but I grew up in Brazil and I rode horses growing up and I, and, and my father always had someone that would just get the horse ready for me. Right. So I never Mm -hmm. had to feed them. I never had to clean after them. I I, I didn't even have to. I just hopped on the horse. Right. And then moving. Not quite the same thing, is it? Well, you know, because then I was, you know, I moved to this home that would make horses available for me. And my deal was I just had to, you know, take care of them. Right. And I got to see the other side of the, And I was like, wow, this is a lot of work. You know, and it made me question, like, how passionate am I really about horses? Right. Well, yes, there you are. And that kind of bringing this around full circle. People want to write a book and they think, oh, if I write a book, I can be really successful and I can have all this money. But you know what? There's a lot of work that goes into this. This is not something that's free and this isn't something that's going to come to you just because you wrote a book. You've got to work. If this is your dream, you have to work at it to make it well. And if you don't, then it's going to fall down and it's going to be just like everything else around you that you're not working at. I mean, cleaning your house. If you don't clean your house, it's going to be a mess. It's It's the same situation. Yeah. There's work. You have to, there's work involved in living the life you want. And and being sure about what you want to create is the key because then you're not going to care about the work because the reward is going to be so huge and so pleasant that you're going to be like, yeah, you know, there's work involved and, but it's, it's not going to drag you down. It, it's really about looking at all aspects of it, the negative and the positive. Oh and yeah. Pushing through. So I love, I and, love and not caring. You're right. And not caring. You look at the positive and you look at the negative and you don't care because this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. No one knows what you do, right? You're free yeah. to do this, guys. You're free to create the business and the life and the lifestyle that you really want. And nothing is holding you back except for yourself. <laughs> so have you? I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've seen this. Um, Under the Tuscan Sun. Have you seen that movie, Under the Tuscan Sun? Okay. And at the very end... The, the character, the main char- male character comes to her and says, you've got everything you asked for. You wanted a wedding in this house and you had one. And you wanted to have a family in this house and you have one. It's not yours and it wasn't your wedding and it's not your family, but you still have it. So you have to, you have to, you have to get out of your head and, and see everything around you and say, oh, I actually am creating the life that I want. It's just not how I thought it was going to be. It's never going to be. And that's the thing like that I think it sometimes throws us off is that, you know, as we are envisioning, you know, things that we want to create in our lives, uh, we're really setting in motion some of these things and they will come around, you know, and they will show up in your life. 
but sometimes not in a perfect way, right? So one thing that I have been really mastering lately is asking for the things that I want, but also saying in a perfect way, you know, because I want to make sure that it's going to, it's going to resonate well with me as these things are showing up um, so that I'm not, you know, losing too much in the pursuit of trying to gain whatever it is that I want to gain. Right. But it's going to look like that picture perfect, you know, how you envisioned it. The things are going to show up. So I always say, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> that's that's very true. I mean, they may, it may not, you're right. It may not be what you want. It'll be there. You're right. Yeah. Christopher, thank you so much for taking I've had such a good time. I enjoyed, I enjoyed talking to you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. And for those of you that are thinking about publishing a book, you can reach him uh, on his website. You can see it right there and hit him up. Let, you know, just have Yes, a- Absolutely. Get the conversation started, right? Like that's, that's absolutely right. And and just and just let me say, if you're gonna email me, email me and tell me tell me what you want me to do for you. Don't just email me and say, hey. <laughs> I'm here to help you. I'm not here to guess for you. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us today. To join our free Facebook group and access the links and resources mentioned in the shows and much more, go to www.sabrina-gagnon.com. That is G-A-G-N-O-N. You will become a member of a private Facebook group dedicated to providing the best practices, skills, and strategies to grow your business. And remember, we all have natural advantages that comes from our instinctive power. You are perfectly created to accomplish so much. Let's challenge the status quo and create a business and life you love. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.